Do you love Batman? Do you love Frasier? Do you love Seinfeld? Do you love Dr. Seuss? Do you love James Bond? Do you love Captain America? Oh, hell, do you just love everything that's nerd-related? I know I do. Well, you should come on over to a Nerds World podcast and listen to us, Justin and Andrew, talk everything that's nerd. Yeah, every two weeks, we delve into some random topic that we choose at the end of each episode, and we tell you the whole history of it, or as much as we feel the need to write down, our history of it, and our favorite things about it. So come on over to a Nerds World, wherever you listen to podcasts. everyone to pod and gore your one-stop shop for everything horror now here's your host justin and brandon take it away boys hello everybody and welcome to pod and gore your one-stop shop for everything horror my name is justin and my name is brandon delayed but he's still here good morning yeah. yeah, I'm still here. I'm tired as shit. I took two naps back to back. Yeah, neither of them took. Which is why we're recording at six. O- <laughs> which is why we're recording at six o'clock and not three o'clock, like I'm sure we would have preferred. Well, you know, but just because I watched the movie like are. four hours ago doesn't mean that you know I expected this to be done by now at all. It's fine. Yeah, I've been rewatching I, I the Office my, with my I, I wife, though, it. so it's been fun. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that you were getting some other stuff in there. Like, I I started the movie around noon, which was two hours later than what I wanted to start it. And then I went and laid down, like, almost immediately after I was done. <laughs> my wife, come, she walked into my, my room here, and she's like, you look really enthused about this. And I'm like, no, I'm just tired. I'm just... It's like the I go back to work tomorrow. It's the last day of vacation. I'm just sad and sleepy. He was not ready. He was not. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that that's your that's your episode joke. I'm just. Well, I would have had better ones four hours ago. I feel let. <laughs> mm. There it is. There it is. That's my episode joke. <laughs> but. <laughs> All For right, those so that don't know and haven't today, read the man? title, we are talking about the fairly new movie Ready or Not, which I'm pretty excited about and I wanted to see ever since I saw the trailer. I yeah, got same a, here. It, it actually... Huh? Oh, no, so I was, um, I'm in the same boat with that. I, it actually came out a year ago in three weeks, so it's... Uh, this. Aside from doing, I think, Brightburn and Scary Stories, this is one of the new, like, most, like, current movies we've done. Yeah, I would say so. And I guess I didn't mean to plan it as an anniversary to its release, but it works out pretty well. <laughs> Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> it'll drop. Uh, it'll drop on Monday. And it'll be just within three weeks of release. That's cool. Yeah, I I yeah. had a copy of it that I tried to watch months ago, but there was something wrong with the copy and it kept skipping. And so I'd get oh. like 10 minutes in and it would stop and I'd have to start again and stop. So I just said, screw it. And mm-hmm. Then I saw that it was available on yeah, HBO Max. And had to pick it as an episode. Yep. Which, by the way, is... Yeah, it's, it's on... It's. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. No, I was just going to say I was going to do what you did and uh, say that it is available on HBO Mm-hmm. Uh, Max now, whatever you have, and I believe it. It says it's also on 
um, Hulu. Really? For free. Well, that's irritating. It's what it said. Um, looking it up on where it's available to watch, you can watch it for... F- <laughs> okay. So you can watch it on HBO. You can yeah. watch it on Amazon Prime. You can watch it on Hulu. And then you can pay to watch it on Vudu. But everywhere else that I listed, it's uh, free, which most people have at least one of those. Yeah, I have several of them, and I'm kind of irritated at myself that I didn't recheck to see, to see if uh, it was available <laughs> somewhere else. Because I've been waiting to reset up HBO Max because we canceled our cable, and we did it. Right. Not that that's the only reason to have HBO Max, but... No, there's a, a lot dumb. of good stuff on there. What, <laughs> what I would recommend uh, next time... Uh, Justin, you can either ask, like text me, or just Google the movie, and then when it pops up, it'll, you know, it'll say, you know, Ready or Not, 2019 Horror Thriller, uh, play trailer on YouTube, and then underneath it, it'll give you, you know, Watch Now, Watched It, Watch List, and then under that, it'll tell you what it's available on provider-wise, and then it'll tell you under that the IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, and then go into all the rest of the details below it. I'll have to try because usually I just go through IMDb and it usually lists where it's available too. And at the time I did this, which granted it was quite a while ago, uh, it was uh-huh. only HBO Max. But, but at see, any rate, I watched too, it. And it was good, and I really liked it. <laughs> well, I clicked on that as well, and it just said um, on IMDb, it literally did. Uh, it does just say HBO. Okay. It doesn't, Maybe I need give, to start it doesn't using give Google any of the other options. IMDb. Yeah. I'll just use but it while for you the facts. continue, I'm just uh, yeah. While you continue on with your stuff there, I'm gonna look through and see if it's actually on Hulu and Prime. Fair enough. Just so that way, if I'm saying these things and Google's a liar, I don't look like a liar. So about this anyway. Uh, for those that don't know, a bride's <laughs> wedding night takes a sinister turn when her eccentric new in-laws force her to take part in a terrifying game. This was directed by Matt, uh, Bittinelli? Open? Jeebus. Sorry about the butchery of that. And Tyler Gillette. You okay over there? I'm good. Alright. It was written by Guy Busick I'm- and R. Christopher Murray. You find it? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you're good, man. <laughs> Every time you <laughs> I was make a look peep, I'm thinking I, you're wanting to talk. <laughs> I'm not even. I didn't say anything. Am I, I breathing into the microphone? Uh, it stars Samara Weaving, no, Adam see, Brody, Mark O'Brien, Henry Zerny, and Annie McDowell. Zerny. Yeah, it's so. Um, to pop in there real quick, um, it does say that it's on Amazon Prime, but it's it's not a part of um, like Prime. Like you don't get to watch it for free. Oh. So Google did lie about that. And then on Hulu, it I'm gonna assume like the other thing that it's a, it's on the platform. Yeah, it's available. But with it's the a part of a subscription. Of whatever. Yeah. That's you. That's usually and what it is. I'm, like I tried to look up some. Uh, I'm gonna blank on a Gene Wilder movies a weekend or two ago, and it was all yeah. You can watch them mm. if you have this add-on. Yeah, it's absolutely not 
on Hulu. Like, not even at all. (laughs) Like, you type it in. Yeah. Which is good. Because, honestly, HBO Max was, or HBO, whatever you have, was the spot that you could watch it as a part of your subscription. And maybe it's somewhere else also, but that really seems to be the only actual spot, so... So IMDb was right. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm an iPhone guy. Google would just get my hopes up and crush them. Uh, this was released July mm-hmm. 27th, 2019 at the Fantasia Film Festival and August 21st, 2019 in the U.S. With a budget of $6 million, it had a box office gross of $57.6 million, So not too shabby. That's, that's not too bad at all for... Um, technically being a horror movie like it didn't it's not like blow you away kind of money but you would think that 50 million dollars profit for horror i mean that's not terrible i'm actually a little more surprised at the budget given the house and the cast i mean no huge names but still right i mean um yeah andy mcdowell she's old school yeah um, Adam Bro- Adam Brody's, I don't know where he's at. I mean, he was in Shazam, but like yeah, and he Samara does a lot of Weaving is kind of she's kind of and whatnot. Right, Samara Weaving's kind of on the up and up though. Yeah, like she's been in, she's been busy. Yeah. Uh, in November 2017, it was announced that. Uh, Matt and Tyler would direct the film from a screenplay by Guy Busick and R. Christopher Murphy. Uh, Ready or Not was produced by Trip Vinson, James Vanderbilt, William Sherrick, and Bradley J. Fisher, while Tara Farney, Tracy Nyberg, and Chad Villela, executive produced <laughs> under the Mythology Entertainment, uh, Vincent Films, and Radio Sync Silence Production Banners. That was a long sentence. Nice. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, from August to October 2018, Samara Weaving, Andy McDowell, Adam Brody, Mark O'Brien, and the rest were cast in the film. Uh, principal photography began October 15th, 2018, and concluded November 19th, 2018. So just over a month. Mm-hmm. Or just less than a month. The 26-day shoot took place at locations around Toronto, Ontario area, including Casa Loma, Sunnybrook Park, and wow, Park and Clareville <laughs> <laughs> conservation area, as well as the Parkwood Estate in Oshawa, Ontario. Hmm. Huh. This is the problem with doing newer movies, because everything is so streamlined now. Like that's it. Like, they cast the movie and they made the movie. I got yeah. some fun facts, but, like, this part's going to go super quick. The fun facts? I know. I was actually just reading some of the some of the um, fun facts actually, uh, while you were talking. Well, I've got a couple, and then if you have more that you find funner than, or as fun as what I found, feel free to jump in. Uh-huh. Uh, on reviewer aggregate... Website Round Tomatoes, the film has an approval rating of 88% based on 275 reviews. Uh, author Stephen King and R.L. Stein, as well as horror directors Guillermo del Toro and Michael Doherty, uh, all tweeted their enjoyment and approval of the film. Oh, 
Yeah. Nice. Uh, so we're into some fun facts here, if that one wasn't fun enough. 17 different <laughs> versions of Grace's wedding dress were created by costume designer Avery Plews to show the progress of Grace's night and how her clothes corresponded to her attitude, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> I love when she rips her dress and is just like, screw this noise, like, I'm, I'm in this to win it. Right. Oh, yeah, 100%. Even when it was, like, not quite realized what was happening. Yeah. Just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's definitely a badass in this movie. Mm -hmm. Makes me want to watch Cinderella again. feel like I didn't fully Why, appreciate she, it enough. Well, is she in that or something? She is Cinderella. Oh, okay. Yeah, true story. Uh, they only had five candelabras, oh. <laughs> so they had to keep moving them around to populate rooms and hallways where they needed. No. <laughs> they there submitted... you go. It's kind of like... Huh? No, I was going to say, moving things around, that's kind of... That reminded me of the old um, moving foliage around. <laughs> like the rotating background. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of Halloween when they had to keep reusing the leaves. Oh, yeah, that's right. They had to pick them all up and then just dust them around again to make it look like it was wasn't it like mid-spring <laughs> in california or something like that it was i think it was summer summer yeah it was spring or summer in cal in southern california <laughs> that's close uh yeah, close enough i just did that one they submitted nearly 200 fictional board game names but only eight or so were cleared by the legal department mm-hmm uh, the film's writers cameo at 32 minutes, 16 seconds as the crossbow experts in the YouTube video. Who was it? The writers. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That, that, I, that, that part did make me chuckle when that guy's, <laughs> you know, what the fuck am I supposed to do this, uh, do with this? And then logically in our day and age, if you don't know, you literally would check YouTube. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's just, it's, it's hilarious. And the mayhem that that crossbow wreaked havoc on and the people in this movie. Mm-hmm. They should have watched the YouTube video twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, during rehearsals, a producer was accidentally stabbed with a prop knife wielded by Adam Brody. Brody was playing around and thought the knife was retractable. The producer received eight stitches to his shoulder, returning to the set later that day. <coughs> Ah, that sucks. <laughs> I would feel so shitty. <laughs> I would too. Don't play with knives, even mm -hmm. if you think they're retractable. Don't play with knives. Yeah, because if it doesn't retract, it's got to go somewhere, <laughs> and your your body is the easiest place for it to go into. Yeah. Uh, the house in Ontario they used for the La Domas estate, which really sounds like the dumbass, uh, is the same one <laughs> used in Billy Madison. Yeah, that was the one that stood out to me, and if you weren't going to say it, I was. And I'm actually looking up pictures from Billy the Madison. movie where the... Yeah, um, for what, Parkwood Estates? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, the, um, I'm not actually looking at, like, scenes from the movie or anything like that, because it all the stuff that it shows from him is in, like, the really long swimming pool. Mm. Or um, the fountain. Well, they don't really show the house that much, from what I remember. No, they do show. I think they show the back 
of it from like where they um where Grace and Alex got married. Yeah. But there's um so it's a, uh, there's an article that I clicked on it said 10 movies that stole their sets from other films <laughs> and um that one is actually on um on here. So uh X-Men said long before superheroes were Hollywood staples, Marvel fans saw the mutant X-Men reimagined for the big screen. The movie had plenty of milestone moments, but the appearance of Charles Xavier's school for gifted youngsters is chief among them. X-Men, X-Men fans may appreciate the scene even more when they realize it's the same mansion Adam Sandler chased an imaginary penguin around in Billy Madison. Huh. Um the movies don't have much in common inside, aside from the mansion in Ontario, Canada, but it does explain who owned the school before Charles took over. So that's an article written by Andrew Dice on Screen Rant. So I didn't write that. I just read it. Sure. Props to that guy for doing it. But yeah, so there's three, that's that, uh, three movies that have used that backdrop with, uh, you know, the stairs and then kind of the nook with the glass doors um Hmm. i mean it's an awesome place i mean anytime you can need to use it that's freaking cool uh the last one i have is that the bedroom is part of the casa loma preservation meaning not only were they not allowed to light any of the candles but they also couldn't touch half of the furniture or decorations oh really yeah I'm going to have to look that up because I don't know what Casa Loma is. It's the preservation gal. I just said. (laughs) You (laughs) piece of shit. (laughs) That's it for the fun facts that I have. Did you have any others that you felt uh, compelled to share? Holy shit. Hmm. No, I I just found those. Um, I really do think that... Um... The mansion thing is the coolest part. I do like this one because it kind of relates to horror in a um, in a sense. Is uh, the masks the le doma le, le, doma damas or whatever uh, damas family mask. uses in the prologue? Uh, huh? God damn it! Uh, the prologue are reminiscent of masks used in the Twilight Zone episode, uh, the Twilight Zone, uh, the masks in 1964, where they are worn by members of a wealthy family. Huh. Which I thought was kind of cool. That is cool. Um. Do do Yeah, I don't really see anything on there. Uh, uh, Margot Robbie was considered for the role of Grace. I could see that. Which I, I could I could see that too. I I I like I like the 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 casting choice they they went with. I did too. I mean, she did a really um, good job. Oh, she fucking crushed it. Um Yeah, that's the OnStar uh, the OnStar voice is Academy Award winner Nat Faxon. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm trying to remember who that so, is because I remember hearing the voice yeah, and going, God, that sounds familiar. You would you would know him if you saw his face. He was um he's one of the Germans in Beerfest. Nope. Um see what else you might know him from. And of course they're gonna pull up his biography. Sure. But um I'll look him up he's, later. Uh, yeah, he's been in 
He was in Club Dread. Um, Star Wars. Because the funny thing was, is at first I thought it was, um, I thought it was, uh, it almost sounded like Justin Long at first. Yeah. But not as like, I don't know, voicey, I guess. Right. Like the way Justin Long can kind of like do, like, like, did you ever see Zach and Mary? Yeah. Make a porno? Mm-hmm. Like how he does that with his, like he'll be able, it sounds like him, but he does the long and dramatic voice and all that kind of stuff. Like, right. I don't, I'm not really, he was in Tammy. I don't know things that you would have seen him in. Right. Yeah, you definitely would recognize him if you saw his face, though. Fair enough. I'll have to look it up later, see if anything sticks out. Yeah, he did a lot of things with um, Broken Lizard, like uh, Super Trooper. The guy I was going to say, Troopers, it sounds and, like and, a falls into that group yeah, of, club, group of guys yeah uh club dread slam and salmon all that yeah. well it's interesting because i mean this movie starts out and it's really serious and it seems mm-hmm. very much like it's gonna be a standard horror movie and it's gonna make you feel with all dread and stuff but by the end of it it's kind of goofy yeah and the ending reminded me of red state I don't know if you've seen that one. I own that one, dude. I was actually talking about Red State two days ago. Oh, well, that's weird. I haven't watched it in a very long time, so I don't remember exactly what happens. But as soon as I saw the ending, which we'll definitely get to, it immediately reminded me Mm -hmm. of Red State, where it's like it was super serious and doing all this stuff, and then the ending happens, and it's just so out of left field. But makes perfect sense. yeah. Yeah, I got you. Um, no, because see, what happened was that somebody I was with, I don't I don't remember who it was, but they were talking about seeing Tusk, and mm. they were talking about it, and I, they were like, have you seen it? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I've seen Tusk. S- several times. Um, they're talking like they didn't, oh, it was, last, it was actually, it was yesterday. Sorry, I was at my, I was at a buddy's house uh, drinking some beers, and his sister had never seen it, and so we were talking about, uh, talking about that. Mm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I still need to watch Tusk. I keep I kept meaning it's, to, and I just kind of put it off so long that I lost interest. Um, yeah, dude. Um, given what it is, it's definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it when you watch it, because well, it it it's a really good movie. This, and it was the same thing for me in um, Red State about like the movies themselves are good mm-hmm. but um michael parks his his uh performances in those movies are so in insane like in tusk he like it just i can't imagine if he wasn't in that movie i don't know if it would have been sold as well as it was that's fair if that makes sense, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. And the funny thing is, is before we pop back over, I was looking that up. Uh, so Tusk had a budget of three million dollars, and it made one point nine in the box office. Oh. <laughs> Participation oh, <sad>. award. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I, I mean, my to jump in here, I mean, it. The movie starts out really kind of disturbing these little kids are running around the house 
you don't quite know what they're running from and mm-hmm. then they run into this guy who's just panicked and afraid and asking for help and the kids start screaming he's here he's here he's here and the family rushes in and then starts crossbowing him yeah you're <laughs> like fuck <laughs> oh man and then they That's drag him that, off that into this like, room with the dumbass label on the door and he's screaming away and then they, they cut and they say it's 30 years later it's like what the but you bit yeah what what happened here because all right so that door leading into that room uh-huh. like if you have a if you have a door that is that ornate i guess decorated yeah and it looks that rad and it's not equally as cool on the other side i'm gonna be disappointed but yeah. that fucking room is insane yeah, it definitely like, has the awe factor. Yeah. Like she says, like, holy shit is right. It's just... Well, yeah, I mean, there's animal heads know. on the wall. There's murals. There's board game memorabilia. There's weaponry on the wall. Like, it's just this TGI Fridays of that craziness. <laughs> well, that was the thing that I liked, too, is I liked how they displayed all the the board games yeah. and how everything was... Like, it, it was, I don't know, I guess how rich people with classy taste on decorating would do that. Like, mine, like, all my horror board games are just stacked on a shelf. Like, they're yeah. not, like, I was going to say, with your affinity towards board games, that's how you should do your board games at section of your office. I've, I've thought about it. I need more shelves. I'll sure. worry about that when we're done remodeling the kitchen. <laughs> Next stop, your office. <laughs> well, um, maybe, man, because we've talked because we got to redo the flooring, mm. and I would like to redo the flooring in here, but that would also mean that my I would have to install some shelves, which I could do. Um, but my wife has recently expressed interest in me swapping my office into the garage and then turning this into like a workout room, and I'm like, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, I'd have more. I'd have more space. Yeah. But then I'm like, I went out there a couple days ago. I'm like, it's really fucking hot in here. <laughs> no, thank you. So you'd have to insulate <laughs> it and get an air conditioner yeah. and call it good. Fair enough. So we jump 30 years uh, into the present, and Alex offers Grace because it's their wedding day and out from uh, marrying him, which she definitely should have taken. Yeah, hindsight's a bitch on that one. <laughs> and we get to see this horrible family as they interact with her, and even just talking about her with the, while they're watching her. Yeah. And just, I mean, a cent- the aunt is just ripping into everybody, of course, because she's the cosmic aunt that hates everyone. Yeah, she's like. I, I, I kind of wrestled back and forth with Aunt Helene yeah. because she she was so bitchy and so mean and but like part of me almost thinks it's like her the family's not very smart no like the dad's the dad's kind of like a goof well, but not in not in like a serious way he just he's like he has that air like yeah you know he's the head of the family yeah. super you know, he's in charge, but he's not really in charge. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like 
Aunt Helene's the one who really steers that ship. Yeah. What was because, like, as you see later, as you see later on, when uh, the first accident happens, and then she's trying to get everybody back on track, and the dad's just like, "Oh, I don't know what the fuck to do? We're fucked." Yeah. Well, it's like what I was talking about earlier. It's like it, it almost kind of morphs into a different movie halfway through, because right up until the game starts, and even at the beginning of it, it's mm-hmm. very serious and earnest and spooky and weird and you don't know what's going on and there's some tension and then the family just kind of crumbles and they all seem like a bunch of dumbasses uh, <laughs> running around the house not knowing what to do with themselves right which and I guess yeah. I mean, the, the point of this is this is the first time this card has been drawn since the time in the beginning of the movie 30 years ago right uh, yeah, um, which is really, it's kind of sad if you think about it, because they're like, they're like, this never happens, but it's yeah. all, it's happened. And then you think it's like, well, how many, how many times have they done it since then? And, you know, there's been a few additions to the family, like the one got chess. Yeah. They don't say what the, uh, what anybody else had got, but like, that really sucks. Like, if it is you know set up the way it is i don't want like we haven't got to that part yet so i don't want to talk about it yet but sure um kind of makes you think about it well and if you haven't seen the movie yet and you're worried about spoilers go watch the damn movie because we're going to spoil the crap out of it because later on in the movie yeah, they it, talk about how <clears throat> other people refused to play the game and they died Mm-hmm. right but i mean like was it people who refuse to play the game there or other places because it's like the thing that i got from it when they're talking about another family that burnt up yeah or they're they're, like that wasn't them right so but it seems like they had had other other, i think i have it somewhere down here in my notes when they actually bring it up but they make it seem like other members of the family had married or whatever and those people refused to play even the games that, like, checkers or whatever, and uh, they were killed. Yeah, okay. But. I was gonna say, because I was like, I know it's a, I know it's a part of that, uh, Domas family. Yeah. But, um, I, I just kind of assumed that, like, because the way that they explained it was like they didn't know what happened specifically or the way that it was portrayed being a house fire but mm-hmm. like does like as you will see later on the dad is usually the head of the the ritual right and would know like hey this person didn't play the game and that's why they died yeah i don't know kind of like i don't know if i missed something or it just seemed like there was um a question about it which if it i was like well how many boxes are there you know <laughs> Well, that's a, I think in that case it was like the media reported it as just a house fire and they all got caught in it, which, if you think about it, I suppose is how they would, spoilers, classify this. Mm-hmm. But is it, yeah, is it the people before, it could have been the people before, yeah. um, before them, because, I don't know. Or a different <laughs> family that made a different, on that one, but... a similar bargain, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to th- I was I was going through your notes to see if they talked about it later because um 
with uh, Aunt Helene. Did you? Um, yeah, we'll get to it later. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so at midnight on their wedding night, uh, the family must gather, and uh, Grace has to draw a card to determine what game they're supposed to play. We don't necessarily know. Like, it seems like, oh, it's fairly innocent. And I love how the most innocent-sounding game, hide-and-seek, is the one that's supposedly the most evil. Like, yeah, I don't know and if, that... if there's, like, a mean version of checkers that they do that's also dangerous, but it seems like this is the one <laughs> where it's like, oh, if you get hide-and-seek, you're just, you know, screwed. Well, yeah, and they, they talk about it throughout the movie leading up to that. Like, it's the one card. Yeah. It's so, the like, the old, person like, that got like, checkers all... just had to play checkers? Yeah. The, literally, any other game was okay to play, but if you drew hide-and-seek, that is the one card that is essentially the one you don't want to get because, you know, you got... You're being hunted, essentially. Yeah. And so, yeah, you get checkers, you get chess, you get backgammon, whatever. All those are just the game. Like, that's... um, Like, uh, Fitch's wife. Oh, no. Fitch married in, and I don't know what his game was, but um, Daniel's wife, I think her name was Charity or something. Yeah. Um, she she got chess and so all she had to do was play chess and then you know she's a part of the family and all is good yeah but a part a part of that comes with it too is that she had to sell her soul yeah yeah fair enough so i mean no matter what you kind of get screwed but this is the one mm -hmm. which again i think it's just funny that the most innocent and childlike game there is i mean before you learn hide and seek yeah checkers or backgammon or anything else you learn hide and seek yeah, and my favorite thing about it, too, is I love the record. I love the hide-and-seek song that plays over yeah. the, um, over the. I guess that old-ass house has Bluetooth speakers throughout, because, you know, yeah. the, or, or not Bluetooth, but hell of a somehow. little record player. Right, but, like, it kind of has that creepy factor, like, in The Strangers, when they played Mama Tried by uh, Merle Haggard. Yeah. And, like, on its own, the song is not creepy, but given the context, it's like, uh, this move, this song gives me chills now when I hear it. It's weird. Well, that's what's kind of cool. I like when horror movies, I, I can't name one like you just did, but when a horror movie will play a song and just the way, even like the slow rhythm of it in comparison mm -hmm. to what's going on and how horrible things are about to get just makes it that much creepier. Right. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. yeah no you're good man i was just um i was just trying to look up and see if i can find some other songs that were um that were used like that that had mm -hmm. um songs that weren't intended to oh here we go that weren't intended to be creepy but ended up being that way um so, there's one called Hurdy Gurdy Man by Donovan, and this is an article off of Billboard. Um, the other one is Right Hand Man um, by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. It's, they play it in, in the Scream movies. Mm, yeah. Red Right Hand, uh, Goodbye Horses, yeah. 
by Q Lazarus, which is um, Silence of the Lambs. Um, yeah, Red Red to Hand be is square. good. Even the the one from the faculty. I mean, when we talked about that oh, several yeah, yeah. episodes ago. Um, and here, and this one is probably my favorite. Uh, is Tiptoe Through the Tulips by Tiny Tim, mm-hmm. and uh, they use it in. Um, I believe that it says they use it in Jeepers Creepers. God, I haven't no, seen it says using so quaint long. music for scary settings is nothing new. Oh, that's um, the Jeepers Creepers song itself. But um, so Tiptoe Through the Tulips already sounds scary, but it's uh, they used it in the uh, demon scene in Insidious. I still haven't watched that one. Maybe soon though. I know you. I know you want to watch that one. I'm. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> Because it makes you scared. You're gonna make. Me, it doesn't make me scared, but hey, I'm gonna make you watch something that I'm. I don't think that you're super stoked to watch either. So I mean, that's what it's about, right? Yeah, torturing each other until the point where we don't like each other anymore. Like that's what friendship's all about. I say. It is 100. I kind of feel like by you making me watch Insidious is like the follow up to that's gonna be me making you watch Hellraiser again. Ugh. Well, if you hate Which Insidious that much, about, but- then I just won't watch it and i'll pick a different movie <laughs> i'm just giving you i don't want to do that hey, to myself we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have to do hellraiser soon it's been a request oh. it's been requested for like a year now i know no uh, go on so, i'm gonna keep looking at, at podcast mics here i gotta upgrade fair enough so the family gathers to play this game. The little shithead kids are running around yelling, kill, 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 which is always a good sign, I think. Yeah. <laughs> murder, murder. You're like, ah, <laughs> uh, I'm in the wrong fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the oh, aunt man. calls one of the nieces brown-haired niece. Like, I didn't even bother to remember your name. <laughs> You're just the brown-haired one. Which is hilarious because I think that, I think that she's... Uh, the, she's being the uh, actual daughter yeah. um, of Doma, Domas. Um, that yeah, she's such she's such a fuck up, and like just nobody gives a shit except for the dad. She seems to be like a daddy's girl, daddy's yeah. favorite. But yeah, the aunt's like I brown haired girl. <laughs> well, given how she brown-haired handles niece. the crossbow later, I, I think I understand. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, yeah, and we'll get to that, too, but oh, my God. Uh, So it turns out that a generous benefactor is responsible for the family's immense wealth and good luck, and they were given this mystery box that draws cards, which doesn't seem that frightening on the surface of it. Uh, Not at all. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird, because, I mean, the box is cool looking, and it has the rotating thing and all that, but it's like... It's so shrouded in mystery and weird and creepy, and it's just a card dealer. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. There, there's really nothing about it aside from the chance of what's the card going to be. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, it's kind of... It helps the movie play along because part of the through line of this is, do they even need to be doing this? Like, what happens if they don't try and kill a new member or play a game with a new member yeah right and we see Which, how that unfolds at the end of course yeah it does and 
the thing that kind of makes me laugh during it throughout the movie is like they they really aside from aunt helene they really don't want to kill grace yeah. they all like her they all think that she's good for the family they're trying to you know get her to bring alex back into the fold yeah and they and like as you said um people end up getting dispatched instead and every time somebody dies which happens to be the help they're like more, more can we not, use yeah. can yeah yeah can, can uh they're like, can we use the help? And they're like, no. And then Aunt Helene's like, no, you can't use the help. It has to be the bride. <laughs> All intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, they really didn't. Want, they really don't want to kill her. And it, and it, it is. It's kind of funny. It's interesting because they, it kind of makes sense once they explain her. And we'll, again, mm-hmm. we'll get to that later. But it's like once you understand where she's coming from, it's like okay, I kind of get why you of all of them are the one that's most in keeping with the traditions of this. Yeah. Um, For sure. So we get the creepy record and the family arms themselves, which is an awesome scene. It might be one of my favorites. Because like you were saying, like you get this happy-go-lucky record and song mixed with the horrifying Mm -hmm. realization that they're about to go try and kill this woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, like that, that whole like I. One of the things that I really want to do is I I really I I really want to get a turntable. Yeah. I really really I like. I have a bunch of things that I collect. I have a bunch of hobbies, and this is probably something I don't need to dive into, given that it's not cheap. Because like what uh, vinyls can be, anywhere from twenty to, up essentially, yeah. like any like. My, and if they're I, old I'm and sure rare, they can about, be hundreds, if not thousands. Right, and see, that's the thing that I I would like to do is I really want a a a decent turntable with some decent speakers, and I really want to collect old um, horror movie soundtracks. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I've talked about it on this on this podcast before, but like that is like the I I want that so bad because a lot of the like listening to the um, hide and seek song yeah that's part of the thing aside from this aside from the fact that it sounds so old but mm-hmm. listening to listening to it on vinyl it has that old crackly yeah, imperfect you get the pops, sound you get the sort of yeah echoey effect of it mm-hmm. it just sounds awesome and i think that that lends itself really well to horror movies like not to bring up the strangers again but that's the same thing when they get to the house and Liv Tyler puts on the record it's a record and yeah. the reason why I think it sounds so creepy is because it's on vinyl yeah you know because Merle Haggard isn't meant to like I've never heard a, like an old style country song it's like god this is, this is fucking creepy as hell <laughs> you know but well some of them were kind of sketchy uh, so she decides to hide in the dumb waiter, which I think, quite frankly, is probably where I'd head to. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty um like a standard like I'll hide here. Yeah, but it also seems like the most obvious. Like if I were the family, my first thought was let's check the dumb waiter because that's where the most likely place you would hide. Oh, oh yeah, like. There's only there's like a few places like right off the bat that you would probably go and hide. One, the dumb waiter. Two, underneath the bed, closets. Like it's just, it's all pretty, 
like the dumb waiters like i bet somebody would hide there yeah bed's tough because you can easily see under it even from far away especially from far away mm-hmm. um and that's the that's the problem with uh, uh, like hiding in a dumb waiter or in a closet like I would like to be more like where she's hiding later on in the kitchen where she's kind of hiding underneath the the counter mm-hmm. and she's moving around because yeah. it's like at least at least you kind of have a, a like if you need to get away or do this or that you're not stuck there but if you're in a closet under a bed in a dumb waiter if they find you it's over <laughs> like you there's no yeah. There's right, no and when you can maneuver, that. you can go to the other side like she does in the kitchen, and be, they'd be like, oh, well, they, they weren't over here. I was just on this other side. They weren't there, so there's no one here. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you watch Jurassic Park, you should know to just keep going around the counter. That's kind of what I was thinking, too, man. When, like, when we started talking about that, <laughs> I, I was imagining Jurassic Park as well. <laughs> uh, but... I lost his name here. Alex does not like uh, what's happening. He's very much fed up with the family and their ways. And it seems like he's a mm-hmm. pretty straightforward, honorable guy that cares about her. And so he goes, right. he's being watched, so he doesn't interfere. But the first second he has a chance to, he escapes to go get her. And she gets tired of waiting in the dumbwaiter, so she, you know. <laughs> walks off and hides other places until he finds her and explains yeah. what's going on at which point she wants to murder him herself which i get ah <laughs> oh, i 100 and she's like i'd be like i'm done fuck you let me out of this house that's the thing it's which is like, not an option but still he immediately became the biggest piece of shit in the movie to me even before he becomes the biggest piece of shit in the movie because it's like you mm-hmm. knew this was possible, yeah. And you brought me here anyway. Like, yeah, it hasn't happened yeah, and in then, thirty years, but it's possible, right? And then at the same time, to be like, you're the one who wanted to get married, and it's like that's the approach you want to take, really, right? You want to put the you want to put the blame on her for wanting to get married, right? You couldn't have at least once in the wedding prep been like, so here's the thing. <laughs> We play games, yeah. and one of them is you could die. Yeah. Is it worth it to you? Yeah. And then if she says yes, then full cool. disclosure. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah, you can man, prepare. Like, and you can, like, yeah. map out places she could hide where she would potentially, you know, be safe the whole night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... But see, then that comes to the whole thing, too, where, like, they're under the belief that if they don't kill her by sunrise, then they die. And see, so that's something I was, that just popped into my head, where it's like, okay, so the game actually is, she's, she can't win. Like, if she wins, no. they all die, so no matter what, they have to find her, right? Right, which is kind of why I can see the piece of shit flip later on, where he's like, oh... Like, I, I don't want to die. Right. If I don't necessarily me, want my family to die. Right. Like, I... But see, uh, I, I agree with you. Piece but of it shit. also kind of flies in the face of, like, why was he trying to help her escape? Or was he? That's a good question. Because, what? yeah, it he does try to help her. And then I don't know if it's like he kind of realizes... 
later on like he's he's trying to not be that guy like like he told the family like if you know whatever game she plays we're gone tomorrow right like and so it's like i know that that like he knew the risk but i know i don't think that he wanted that to be the case and yeah I think obviously he no one expected her, it as, to happen but, either right and then as you know time goes on he's like well it i think it does become a it's a him or her yeah moment. that must be it because yeah it, it it almost contradicts itself where it's like well if you just wanted her to escape and she can escape and it's okay mm-hmm. but i think i don't know maybe at the end of the day he was thinking at first that he would sacrifice himself if it came to it and yeah, save her because he know. loved her and but then realized that he's a dickhead and I don't know. Hmm. Uh, so, he leads her into this, like, wall hallway thing that's like these secret passage tunnels uh, in the house. Uh-huh. And she just happens to go in the wrong door at the wrong time and bumps into the whole family. Yeah, Which is kind of when it first starts to turn a little slapsticky. Right. That's, yeah, it kind of made me laugh, too, because um, when the, um, when one of the, I think it was one of the, yeah, it was one of the help. She was reading a story. Did we cover that? Where she was reading a story to the, to the little boys, because there always seems to be two young boys. Um, no, I'm, rea- I'm realizing I skipped stor- past that part when they were hiding behind the bed. Yeah, and so, and this is where, like, so they're hiding, and then um, the the one of the maids is trying to find uh, Georgie, I believe. Yeah. He, um, she walks into the room, but then Emily and her fucking coked out ass <laughs> shoots shoots her in the head. Just and he's like, <laughs> like then this also kind of sets up a comedy thing when it happens later on. Yeah. But it's like. Like she's a real, she's a real fuck up, and she walks in, she shoots the help, and then that's when you know Grace realizes, oh, uh, you know, yeah, this I'm gonna is kill. Yeah, you know, this, this is, is for keeps, and if I don't hide well enough, I'm screwed. Right, and so and then they go to try to carry the body out, and then they're carrying the maid down the hallway. I believe it's um, Daniel, the dad, and somebody else carrying the leg like mm-hmm. and then <laughs> she walks out and then he's like found her and then they try to shoot her and then fucking she turns around to run the other way and then emily's staying there she pulls out the gun starts firing it <laughs> <laughs> like, you know i'm surprised she didn't shoot a family member that's like, what i that thought was really... gonna happen like she was shooting so sporadically or erratically mm-hmm. it was like oh she's mm-hmm. gonna wing somebody in the arm or something I, I, it would have, I don't know what it would have, like, served if it would have happened, but I really do, I kind of wish that that would have, <laughs> I like wish that would have been some other random family member. Yeah, that's, oh my god. But yeah, she was a real <laughs> fucking piece of work in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we jump back, and now we're jumping back forward here. Uh, so, Grace rips up her dress for easier... Uh, mobility, which I thought was an awesome moment. 
Uh, right. Shows off the the chucks. Yeah. And which which I guess was a was a fun fact too that um, Converse doesn't make yellow chucks anymore, so they had to paint them yellow, I believe, oh, for right. her for the movie. Huh. Yeah. I wonder why they didn't just pick a different color. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think, like, white would have worked? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yellow is a cool color. I mean, it's it's made it stand mm-hmm. out and be kind of unique, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but she runs into uh, drunk brother Daniel, who's really not interested in participating, but is, like, woefully, like, fine. If I know I have to do this, so I'll do it anyway. But he gives her a 10 yeah. second head start where she can arm herself and. Yeah, that, like. So I, I really do think that Daniel was my favorite character in the movie. Like, he is, you know, he is what he is. He's kind of the, um, I don't know, family drunk. Like, yeah. you know, Grace says early on that, you know, he's kind of. He's always hitting on her or, you know, being inappropriate, which is mm-hmm. not like. I'm glad, like, if they showed him being, like, that sleazy, shitty, you know, inappropriate guy, my opinion would definitely be different, because I'm not about that, but, like, in the movie, like, he really, he's kind of forcefully, he's kind of forced into having to participate, like, really yeah. against his will, that even though he's, like, trying to help her, but knowing that he can't really help her. Yeah. Well, and it's... Is what, it's like... It's revealed, like, right after this, that it was him and Alex that were the little boys at the beginning. They saw the guy who last got screwed over with hide-and-seek, and they didn't see exactly what happened to him, but, and I assume it was Daniel that ratted him out and started screaming, he's here, he's here. I don't remember. Yeah, it was Daniel. Yeah. It so, was. I mean, well, obviously see, that, was the thing that, that screwed him was... up and he's been tortured ever since. Plus they talk about right. goat sacrifices and chanting to Satan later. When he was yeah. growing up. Well, and that was, the, that was the thing I was going to talk about earlier, but I knew we would get to that part at some point. And um, it was with Aunt Helene. She was... So, like, we are talking about Daniel and Alex were the little boys. Well, mm-hmm. Aunt Helene was the one who got married yeah. and had to kill the husband which she didn't do and so that's why she's talking about it later like I'm, I gotta make it right and this and that but like the thing that I don't get so when you see Aunt Helene in the movie until they call her that you really kind of just think that she's like the grumpy grandma yeah but like she was getting married so like what she's like f- maybe 50 between 50 and 60 yeah. and like I mean my my mom and dad, they're getting up there in age as well. And, you know, they still have color to their hair. I mean, the people lose their hair color at different times. Yeah, I've got like, some white shit, hairs, I'm, I'm, I'm in, in my, my 30s, 30s. so. Right. And we're losing our hair and all that kind of stuff. But it's yeah. like, they like she just they really looked a lot older than she was. Well, I mean, yeah. At most, she would have been in her 30s at the beginning of the movie and then 30 years later I mean at most she'd be in her 60s given the way she looked at the beginning but I suppose well, Satan worship the, yeah, takes its toll on your body it very well could yeah. very well could uh, let's see so 
in haste and not knowing how to use a crossbow, which I think they really should have just done away with the crossbow. Uh, Emily crossbows <laughs> a maid in the mouth, and the aunt finishes her off. Yeah, that oh, that was like you you felt so bad for her too because she walked in. And I don't remember what she was talking about, and literally Emily. I think she was fucking, trying to find the other one that. Had, or no, that's the next one. Yeah, she walked in there, and then Emily just discharges the crossbow right into her fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, like you said, Aunt Helene finishes her off, but, like, the part where Aunt Helene's being all like, we have to kill her, being all intense, but every time she starts to talk, you know, the maid is, you know, starts Gasping, gurgling or whatever. She's not, she's dead not actually yet. dead. That, <laughs> that was another comedic yeah. part to the movie. Uh, yeah, and so uh, Grace gets her gun and her bandolier and the cool kind of hero shot as she's kind of examining herself and it's like the costume reveal mm-hmm. in a superhero movie. Right. Uh, let's see, I missed, forgot my spot. No, Alex turns on the cameras and tries to get the doors unlocked. And Grace makes it to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And the butler... I guess is who that guy was. I was thinking he was an uncle, he's but the, the way he kind of serves the family, he's like the houseboy or whatever. I would almost say like, you know, like head, like, like I would say, make, yeah, he could be the butler. He could he's be the like head. The Alfred. But like, yeah, he could essentially be the Alfred. He could be the, the top of the help. You know, like yeah. he, he would be a driver. He would do this or that. Like I could see that. Yeah. And he reveals the, the, the ammo for the big-ass gun that she took, which is really the worst gun you could take, was actually <laughs> for display well, only, so she couldn't have fired it even if it wasn't a giant cannon that made so much noise. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. I like The shells on that thing, dude, I wish I knew what the caliber was on that, because that was... Um, yeah, it was like a fucking That was ridiculous. Gun, like those... I saw the bullet and I was like, holy crap, that thing is huge. It's like a missile launcher bullet. I'm going to see if I can find it. You can go ahead and go on, though. So Uh, so Alex gets into the uh, surveillance room and is trying to unlock the doors, which he does. And then... He busts up the security system so that the family can't reverse it. So I guess it's safe to assume at this point he's still not a dickhead and actually wants her to escape mm-hmm. um right but the dad and brother make it into the room they knock him out and they tie him to a bed or cuff him to a bed mm-hmm. and let's see uh grace is running around the hallway and we see the dumb what she gets to the dumb waiter again i'm trying to think of it's the other maid, and she's looking for the maid that had died. Yeah. And she hides in the dumb waiter, like, "Oh crap! I don't want them to accidentally kill me either," because she doesn't know what the hell's going on. She wasn't. She's not like part of the family yeah, who's seen this before. She was just a hot yeah. chick that they hired for the night. Yeah, and they hadn't like. She hadn't. Like, she wasn't over the age of 30, so she definitely, even if she had worked there a long time, she wasn't around long enough to be there for the last one. Right. Um, 
but she very quickly has a change of heart when Grace is like, they're not looking for you, they're looking for me. She's like, well, in that case, she's here, she's here, she's here. <laughs> Which makes her death two seconds later at the hands of the dumbwaiter all the better. Right. It was... I didn't see it coming, but I should have. Like, I guess I'm kind of used to non-automated dumbwaiters in movies, where mm -hmm. you, like, pull a rope or push a button and it goes up super slow like this was almost crash right, compactor Kyle. force <laughs> yeah it really was because like in halloween h2o with the with the dumb waiter um was rope operated yeah and so i can't seem to find see the weird thing is is looking at i was looking it up for the movie the gun that she's using is uh, it says it appears to be a Belgian-made William Moore and Company eight-gauge shotgun. Uh -huh. Um, but the thing is, is like you know, shotguns use shotgun shells. Yeah, I've never I've never seen a shotgun fire. Whatever the fuck those things are. Well, and it's I mean it's Just, possible. I mean obviously she doesn't know guns from anything. I mean it. You know, he said that the... I don't know if it was the gun or the ammo that was for display use only and wasn't real. I'd assume it's the ammo. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's and very yeah, possible it she just grabbed the wrong ammo for that gun. And that's right. why it didn't work in the first place. Oh. So, it's an... Oh, it's an 8-bore brass cartridge. Um, it's an... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a rifle cartridge. So... Hmm. Even though they like they did have a um, they did have I believe they said that there was a Winchester on the wall which is a rifle, mm -hmm. but yeah, it looks like you would definitely have to shoot. Um, you'd need a shotgun for that. I'm mm -hmm. not like I like guns. I'm just not as uh, smart about them. I guess I don't know as much as I would like. I don't know shit about guns unless it's on Goldeneye. Use the golden gun. Oh my it kills God. everybody first shot. It's awesome. <laughs> Unless you don't have yeah, the golden found, gun, yeah. then it just sucks. Well, see, like if we're gonna talk about Goldeneye, like I love <laughs> Goldeneye, but like I, oh, yeah. I'm that like my preference was to play License to Kill with pistols, just one shot pops. I don't, like I hate, I hate when you're playing a shooting like a, a first person shooter like that, and it takes forever to kill somebody because of fucking health and a uh, armor and all that shit and it's like no i just want to shoot you once <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, See, i like the run and the chase ago, and I, I like the proximity mines and the remote mines so i could just put them somewhere and then i see where that person is and then i push the button and they die that was always fun <laughs> i'd hide in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. in the facility i know i'm thinking about buying a 64 just so i can play goldeneye again it's pretty nice i got it right here in my office yeah uh, so and I've been been in your office so many times and we've never we've never played. It's always business. After this yeah. whole pandemic horse shit is over, we need to hang out just for funsies. Yeah. Uh, uh so yeah. Grace makes it outside into the stables where she runs into little boy Georgie, who seems like the sweetest, nicest kid there is until he shoots her in the hand. And little piece of shit that Georgie. Thankfully, he gets his ass knocked out by her. Yeah, she's like, fuck you, pop. <laughs> I'm like, all right, there you go, get it. You fucking get it. 
And then I don't remember <laughs> how, but she ends up falling into the dead body cellar in the... Uh, or she gets scared by the goat, right? She does get scared by the goat. She flips backwards and then um, falls into, like, the worst place you could possibly fall into. Yeah, the dead body cellar, which is where we actually see the guy from the beginning still having yeah. arrows in his chest. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. didn't even do him the courtesy of taking their arrows out, which is nice. Yeah, they're like, fuck this guy, he's he's done, no matter. <laughs> and she makes it out of there just barely as the ladder decays and collapses, but not without piercing a giant nail through one of her hands, which you knew was happening because they felt compelled to focus yeah, they, right in on it like three times before it happens. Yeah, they teed, they teed it up, and as yeah. soon as you saw that happening, you're like, no, please don't. Okay, this is going to happen. I was like, just have How? her go right next to it. Right? Like, like she doesn't need to, necessary. like, show that she's got some luck going, and uh, she's going to get right past that nail. Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> but she uh, finds yeah. the strength to get out that anyway. Mm-hmm. And she makes it into the yard, and she can't get over the north fence, and she tries to go through it. Because she's able to loosen one bar, but the other one has, like, this decorative arrow thing on it. And so she cuts the crap out of her chest, or shoulder or something. Oh, the, the, it, was the, it was her back. Oh, it was her back? Because, yeah, once she actually gets through, you can see, like, the big gash across, like, mm. horizontally across her back. She just has a rough go of Which it. would suck. It was like the worst yeah, wedding Yeah, she really ever. just gets fucking beat to hell and just keeps going. Yeah. And she's badass. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I would have made it. And then this major Richie dickhead drives up who easily could have gotten her safely away and is like, get out of the road, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then goes off on her little tirade. Yeah, she loses <laughs> it pretty shit. good. <laughs> Yeah, she fucking roasted him. Which, I mean, like, if you saw some woman in a very bloody dress screaming for help on the side of the road, like, maybe, I might, I don't know, like, do something. Stop and be like, you okay? Yeah. You know, I'm gonna call somebody. Yeah. yeah but it gets worse when she because, uses like, the, the car uh, travel thing. Mm -hmm. Which we'll get to in a second here, because the... The dickhead Alfred of the movie is driving around on patrol and spots her and tries to, like, run her down with his car. And then he gets out of the car and tackles her and she yeah. <laughs> strangles him with the dress yeah. but doesn't actually kill him. Just kind of makes him go unconscious for about two seconds. Yeah, she thought she got him, but she didn't. I thought... Well, that's the thing. It's like, you... You, like... You don't, like, most people don't normally choke somebody else out. Yeah. So, like, if she was trying to kill him, like, you don't know how long you're actually supposed to, you know. Yeah, I mean, movies make know. it seem like within two minutes they're going to be out, but it actually takes a very long time. Actually, That's what I've heard. Yeah. But she gets in the car, and, like, the OnStar program and she's talking to some guy who's like she's screaming I need help they're trying to kill me and he's like yeah this car was reported stolen so I'm gonna go ahead and shut it off 
but police are on their way. <laughs> which, if police are on their way, it took them a very long time to get there. Yes. Because if that's it, the yeah, same really police did. that showed up when at the end, like, mm-hmm. it took some time. <laughs> yeah. Like, thanks, guys. Like, thanks. Even if they were supposed to be there to arrest her, and she was stealing mm-hmm. the car, like she could have just ran away. Oh yeah. Like if this For was a sure. different movie and she was just a car thief. Mm-hmm. But it, it's yeah, not. It'd been all bad. <laughs> Instead, the <laughs> dickhead Alfred gets to the window, smashes it, and is able to knock her out. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, it's your, it's your show, man. I'm trying not to to derail you too much if I can help it. I know. I just keep losing my place, holding my tablet <laughs> in one hand. Oh, uh, fair enough. Um, oh, I did skip over a part where they explain the family explains while they can't find her that if she makes it to dawn, uh, Mr. LaBelle will kill the family. Mm-hmm. LaBelle. LaBelle. Mm-hmm. 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 And so the butler shows up, and oh, that's right, he tranks her. That's how he knocks her out. I was thinking for some reason that he hit her and knocked her unconscious, but he used like a trank gun. And we saw earlier in the kitchen that this guy really likes his very classical music as loud as humanly possible. That's why he didn't notice her in the kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) So he's cranking it in the stereo and he's on video chat with the family saying, hey, I got her, I got her, we're on our way back. Meanwhile, she's waking up from the trank and they're screaming like, (laughs) hey, look behind you, stupid, but he can't hear them because his music is so loud. And she like... Yeah, he's cranking that fucking classical. (laughs) (laughs) Boots him right in the face. (laughs) Like three times until the car goes off the rails and flips like three or four times and he finally dies thank god <laughs> he's not my most wanted to die but he's very close yeah for sure like he has this very strict he must also be part of the pact because he has a very strong allegiance to this game yeah it's he very well could I mean he doesn't make it till dawn but like they very well could. Yeah. But then I, again, maybe he just does have that butler's code or yeah, something. I'll do I don't anything know. for this family. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Potentially. Either way, he's a dickhead and he's dead now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then out of nowhere, drunk Daniel and the dad happen upon where Grace is in the woods. Which I don't have a... D- not to spoil the uh, scorecard, but I didn't have a dumbest moment. And upon reading this, this seems like kind of, if I had to pick something, the dumb moment. Was what, um, the dad hiding? No, well, just the, yeah, I guess that would be the thing, because Daniel just kind of happened to be roaming because he left the rest of the family. Mm -hmm. But the dad was on the video chat. I guess he could have hauled ass out there. But he was in the house and then just so happened to, like, happen upon her. Around the same time, if yeah. not before Daniel. Yeah, I could see that. I, d- I don't know if I 
I'm trying. Well, I'll have to go back and look at my scorecard. I don't know if I. Okay, I did come up with the dumbest moment. It was kind of tough because there, like, there wasn't a whole lot of cheesy. No, you know I mean it I mean? gets like, goofy, but it's there's nothing that I went. Oh, this is stupid. Other than the premise of, you know, all of these rituals. But anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Daniel knocks her out, and they want to prepare for the ritual. Um, the family gets all robed up because that's what you have to do for a satanic ritual, obviously. And Adam's trying to break oh, yeah. free. And then I assume they're in some cellar or basement or something. I thought were they not in the in the room? Were they? Maybe it, it looked like a different ba- like a table. It it did because she was yeah, but they could have just laid her on that table and i mean they never focused on the table that i remember before yeah it just looked like a different table to me yeah um but grace is tied up as you do for any sacrifice and the family drinks from the goblet and chants very you know temple of doom of course classic you know sacrifice stuff and then the family (laughs) all starts spitting up blood and getting all mm-hmm. woozy, and it turns out that Daniel poisoned the family, but didn't kill them, which I feel like he should have. But mm-hmm. you know, that's what I assumed at yeah. first. It was like, oh, they he killed them, but I suppose that yeah. would ruin the ending. So Charity starts shooting and shoots Daniel in the neck. Because he's guarding mm-hmm. Grace, and Grace knocks her out, and then the dad shows up, and I'm trying to think of how she, Grace gets the upper hand, but she lanterns him in the face. Well, he was standing there talking to her, and she, he's like, he's like, who the fuck do you think you are? And, you know, all fucking, like, self-righteous and... Yeah. You know, just bitchy, and then rat. like starts walking, like starts walking towards her, and then she sees the lantern to her right, just picks it up and clubs him with it. <laughs> you think this family of all would, fire, of course, would value using other things as weapons, and realize that was a mm-hmm. bad thing to do. And of course, the house <laughs> starts to catch on fire, and then the mom shows mm-hmm. up out of nowhere with a bow and arrow. Yeah, gets misses. her one shot off, but misses. And they start... As you do when you're rusty. <laughs> yeah. And so they start wrestling and tackling to the ground. And uh, Grace is able to cling on to the uh, tablecloth of the table in the game room and is able to get the card box and just beats the mom to death with it in the head. Just beats. <laughs> so bad. Well, and I was thinking at first, like, oh, she's just going to knock her out. And then I was like, oh, she's still going. Oh, she's still going. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's how that's going to be. I just logged out of my notes. There it is. You just logged out of your notes? I pushed the back button on oh. my tablet, but I got it back. Okay. I have to email them to myself from my phone to my tablet so I can mm. listen to your tranquil tones on my phone while not having it too close to the mic. 100%. Yeah. It doesn't help, but it it does a little bit. Gets it, you know, not right up into the frame. Yeah, 
and having my echo on your recording does kind of help me line it up with yeah. the way that we have to record. <laughs> well, that's good. At least it's helpful for you. Not a complete yeah. nuisance in my buffoonery. Uh, so <laughs> Alex shows up after the mom has been boxed in the head to death. And I like the little touch of Grace's hand shaking. Because it's like, aside from she's terrified and been through this horrible ordeal, just the idea that I literally just boxed someone to death in the head. Like she's got Mm -hmm. the shakes and she's just like reaching her end. And then Alex is trying to apologize and be all nice and like, oh, I didn't mean for this to happen. I'm so sorry I did this to you. And then he pulls the dick move that his brother did at the beginning of the movie and rats her out. Yep. He's like, she's here, she's here, she's here. And thankfully... Yeah, I wonder if he does that when he realizes like how upset she is with him. Yeah. And that he's like, it, there's not going to be an us. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's like, he, he know, like, I don't know if he's like banking on the fact that it's just like, you know, tradition and legend that it won't actually happen. But like when he, she's like, he's like, you know, you're done with me after this. Right. And I think that's when he's like, all right, well, fuck you then. Yeah, <laughs> Even though it's well his own goddamn fault. Then, well, and that's, I guess that makes sense thinking about it. Cause like, okay, if you're, if you decide to stay with me, you're in the family and you're going to keep this secret and we'll all live past sunrise and everything will be happy Gilmore. And, you know, <laughs> we'll just go on with our day and we'll leave like we plan to. Right. But since she had the reaction that any logical person would and saying, fuck y'all, I'm leaving as soon as I can get the hell out of here and we're done. Right. That's why he's like, okay, to hell with it. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Okay. That makes more sense. Pete. It's not necessarily saving himself... Shit from this curse because he doesn't necessarily believe that it's going to happen it's the right. you're you're going to rat us out and you're not going to be with me so you might as well die and I'll try to find someone better yeah pretty much what a dickhead I'm glad he explodes what a dickhead <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because the, so, so the sun's rising the family gets into the room uh, they're able to wrangle her up and pin her to the table and they're chanting hail satan and as you do yeah as you do you know s- typical you know sacrificial stuff you know i'm sure i've seen it on yeah. the simpsons a time or two um yeah. but she's able to sort of twist to move away right as of course at alex is the one who's uh about to uh, pierce her with the big ass knife and right, because he's, he's, he's popping now. <laughs> yeah. Well, she doesn't she, like, scratch somebody's... Like, she digs into somebody's hand and then, like, is able to break free. Takes yeah. it to the shoulder instead. Yeah. Yeah. And so just as she's twisting away, he's bringing down, and it gets her in the shoulder. But she's able to right. wrestle off the table and get the knife out and is, like, brandishing it like a, a crazed animal. Like, like she, he fuckers come near yeah, me like, and ah, I'm going to... Ah. Uh, well, dude, it's like, like at that point, like she really just crushed this movie. Like, to she sold that one hundred percent. Like, she was fantastic. Like yeah. everything about her is just great in this. Yeah, one hundred. And that's yeah, where you'd it, be. I mean, after everything she's been through, and she like 
less than 24 hours ago was happily getting married to this guy. Yeah. And now we're here. Like, yeah, here we are. A little crazy, I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the sun's so up. This part, th- yeah, then which is I, which I, which I thought was really funny because like they they open the curtains and then you're thinking like, um, okay, is this where it's gonna happen? Everyone starts to cower like you know, like a vampire does in the sun, and then nothing happens. Yeah, and that's what I thought. That was what I, uh, I was really wondering where this movie was gonna go because it. Like I said, it started so serious and it got so wacky and I was like, is nothing going to happen? And then we're going to see what uh, Grace's next move is once the family realizes they did all this by mistake. Uh-huh. And just as I had that thought, uh, the ants like, screw this noise, I'm not taking any chances and gets out the giant axe to finish her well, off. Well, that's the thing too, she... That's the thing she said though before. She's like, I, you know, she's like, I let down LaBelle last time by not being the one to kill my husband or whatever. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to do that again. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then gets her fucking battle axe <laughs> and explodes. Yeah. Gets and it. I love gets the all touch fucking of dramatic. The, album the girl must die. <laughs> hmm. I love that the hide and seek album just starts playing Start. again and the family starts to hear yep. it now that the the ant is exploding and they're like oh we're all screwed yeah we're fucked alex is trying to be all like i'm sorry we can we can fix this and she, <laughs> she just laughs at him yeah <laughs> i would too like i would she's too like, i mean like, that's after everything that happened to her and to see them all get yep. their comeuppance and she wins and alex is mm-hmm. trying to be like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry you know and he starts to think that he was spared because he was the last to to die, and he hasn't yeah. done it yet. So he's, he's like, like he, "Hey, maybe like, because I'm a good guy, like I'm going to be spared from this." And right after she no. throws the ring at him to say she wants a divorce, he explodes. Yeah, I thought that was great too because he's like, he's you know, he's like, we have we can have a fresh start. He's sparing me, mm-hmm. like he fucking knows. My favorite, my favorite thing, and I generally don't go for this. But I, I laugh my ass off when Emily and her two Hellboys go running out of the room mm-hmm. and you just hear a pop, pop, pop. And you <laughs> see the blood like, spatter hear, through the doorway. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. Because even though they're children, those kids know what fucking's going on. Like, Well, yeah, the Georgie shot her in the hand. Yeah, George shot her He pulled yeah, the Daniel the and hand. Alex saying, she's here, she's here. Like... Mm-hmm. I didn't feel bad at yeah. all, which probably makes me a monster, yeah. but I'm okay with that. Yeah, we're we're monsters doing a horror podcast. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was um, like you said, she threw the ring, he explodes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, close proximity too. This is I felt really bad for her right there when she just gets all out exploded right in her face. It's like, yeah, oh, but I think in a, at a certain point, aside from it would have been nice for her to not get all grotied, it was the satisfaction mm-hmm. of, like, I win. And you just literally yeah. erupted in loss. And the house catches fire and is starting to burn down, and she struts out of there like, I win. And she plops mm-hmm. down on the front steps and smokes a cigarette and waits for the cavalry to show up. And right. I don't remember how the cop tees her up. But her answer to what happened to her is 
uh, something about her in-laws. Which I thought was wonderful. Yeah. I was oh. thinking she was going to say I just got married or, you know, something like that. But the... Yeah, in-laws. Because everyone yeah. can relate. Yeah. You know, Fighting with uh, the in-laws the or crazy part. in-laws or something like that. I was like, that's that's a nice touch. Right. And that was um that was actually I believe the tagline from uh for the movie and I wasn't sure if you were going to I my cheesy ass always puts the tagline in my notes just because mm. the, more often than not they make me laugh. But yeah, the tagline for this movie um where did it go? Did I click on, Oh, it's right here. It said in-laws can be murder. <laughs> in um indeed. But yeah, like at the point to where she's just like so over everything and that all she can really do is just kind of chuckle to herself mm-hmm. like repeatedly <laughs> uh, yeah i felt bad but yeah, overall this movie like it's not an it's not an original concept like no i mean it's I've essentially movie, i'm I, trying to think of the book title but i mean it's the greatest game or whatever it's called where the guy <clears throat> hunts humans for sport they did a treehouse of horror episode on it and Right. Um, well, and that's the thing, too, because uh, one of my favorite movies growing up was a movie called Sur- uh, Surviving the Game. Um, it's kind of the same premise, but yeah. not like it's r- rich white people hunting somebody for sport. They did yeah. it in the pest with John Leguizamo, but that was more comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, but they did, they like, they did a good job, you know, adding the, the supernatural aspect. And we didn't actually, um, at the end there, we didn't toss in the fact that she was the second person to see LaBelle sitting in the chair like when the kind of fire pops out a little bit and you can see him and he like kind of either gives her like the nod of approval oh, I didn't or even he catch just that. nods at her oh you didn't? yeah you have uh-huh. to go back and check that because they show him there and he kind of nods at her I was trying to take notes on the movie while all the craziness was happening and it was like I know I'm missing stuff I can hear the great things happening in the background but it's like i'm trying to type legibly but also pay attention i must have looked away at that second oh yeah and that's the one thing that like i i told myself i'm gonna try to do just because i'm tired of like if i've only seen a movie once or if Mm -hmm. i've never seen it and i'm like oh man i i gotta watch it more than once before i record about it because i i always miss something or i i'm like hey i've only seen I'd seen this once two weeks ago because I suck, and then I, I don't remember it at all. Mm-hmm. It's definitely but one yeah, I want to so watch uh, again. And it, I mean, the reason I wanted to see it in the first place is because I've always kind of, for some weird reason, liked this story idea. Like, I think I read yeah. the original story back in <laughs> school, and I was like, it's such a weird, strange, creepy thing to have mm-hmm. some rich a hole who is thinking they can hunt people for sport and this twist right. on well, it of being like th- a family game night just seems so interesting to me it did and that was the like when it came out and that was the thing i was like i will definitely watch this movie yeah. and then um there's another one that i haven't seen it yet but it's called the hunt and i think it has a somewhat similar yeah hunting that just came people out on aspect a ago i, I just, yeah, I heard it's. I, I've heard mixed reviews on it, so I haven't been in a, in a hurry to watch it. But yeah, same here. I almost yeah, bought it when I saw it on the nutshell, shelf, right? but I was like, I don't know if it's good or if I'll watch it. So yeah. So without further ado, let's get to the scorecard. Uh, your best killer uh, scare. Um, my 
my best kill um was uh the arrow to the mouth nice. when the the maid walks in and she it's just thunk you're like, oh man, I mean, it was either that or uh, I was leaning either either towards that or the dumb waiter crush. Yeah. But yeah, what about yeah, you? Yeah, I was thinking the arrow until because this is the first time I had seen it. I didn't know how it was going to end. I have to go with everyone explodes because uh, I I didn't know it was coming. I had no idea what was going to happen, and as soon as the ant exploded, I was like, oh holy shit! Like this is what's okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I well, totally see, that's didn't the thing see it too. coming. I wasn't sure how this was all going to wrap up. Right. And that, that's, like, when I did my my scorecard, I tried to take the least obvious approach to it because I know that you hadn't seen it. Yeah. And so you might have gone with, like, something that I would have picked. So I'm like, well, what can I do to be somewhat different, possibly? Because, I mean, there's there's death in the movie, but there's not a whole lot. No. Well, another thing, I mean, it's, but, which is it's weird because everybody when dies. We're doing a Halloween or a Scream, which I hope to do soon, or something where it's like we've seen it before and we know who lives and dies. Yeah. You know, it's like we have to hope for something that we know is going to happen anyway or not going to happen anyway. Exactly. So it's more just you know how the story makes us feel every time we watch it. Most wanted to die. Um, oh, I, do I have mine backwards? I have my, my most wanted to live, then die. You can do that one. All right, so my most wanted to live, because you're, you're doing things backwards, and it's throwing me off. Um, my most wanted to live was Daniel. Yeah, I was going to go and with Grace, got, but it was like, I know she's going to live, because she has to. Yeah. So I, I, I changed mine to Daniel, too. Yeah, I just, like, he, he was a piece of shit, but, like... He wasn't as piece of shitty as everybody else. He at least he felt bad about it. Like he knew he couldn't do anything, but he tried in what capacity he could. Yeah, I agree. Uh, most wanted to die though. Um, I put they're all pieces of shit, but um, by the end of the movie, I picked Alex. I did. I picked Alex. From the beginning of the movie, like before I knew what how he was gonna turn, I picked mm-hmm. Alex because, like I said, okay. like you know that this is a thing that could happen, and you said nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, did nothing to stop it. Like if well, no- and the thing was is <clears throat> I had a like I changed my most wanted to die like two or three times. Like I had Emily on there yeah. because she was fucking she was just ridiculous like yeah, she's just a drugged out yeah she really was but i'm like that doesn't necessarily warrant you know you should die but sure. then it was also then i was like well what about aunt helene you know she's kind of an asshole but mm-hmm. also she's probably had to deal with this fuck up of a family where nobody can do anything right yeah and so she had kind of had to take on that role so you kind and of so feel I was bad like, for I just her kind of went, I kind of just landed with Alex because he really is the biggest piece of shit in the movie. The movie. Yeah, he really is. Because I mean, at the end of the day, just don't marry anybody. Yeah, like don't, you know you that this is a thing that. that will happen. You don't have to do mm-hmm. it if you don't bring anyone else into the family, and you won't die. It's not like they have to do it every year. Like, it's just when you bring right. in someone new. So just don't bring in a new person. <clears throat> 
Well, and see, that's the thing that I wanted to, that I was going to talk about earlier, is, so, when they had the mystery box, or, like, the box, the card box, they uh-huh. put one card in the box. So, it's not like they even draw a card. They just put one card in, and then and it, it was a blank puts one at that. the game on there. It's a blank card, right? And so, it's like, is, was it it's LaBelle like a little who printer. picked? <laughs> yeah. And so, it's like. Is LaBelle controlling the box, or is it automatic, or like what kind of fucking strange magic is in there? Yeah, like I, I didn't I, really that think about that. Questions. I, for whatever reason, I was I didn't really put it together, but yeah, so it's a blank card where the game gets printed onto it. Mm-hmm. And so it just must be at the whims of LaBelle, or the devil. Could be. Yeah, because they did make a pact with him. Yeah. Um. Next one. So, uh, grossest moment. My my grossest moment is a two. Like I had, I wrote down two, okay. and <clears throat> so I initially had wrote down just the entire um, uh, pit that's in the barn, the the body pit. Yeah. Like that's just all around gross. But mm-hmm. then I think my grossest moment was at the end when Alex exploded in front of Grace. But then she gets like a little piece of it in her mouth, like there's mm-hmm. blood all over, and she's like kind of cleaning it off her lip and all that. And I was like, oh, That's so fair. gross. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I I went with nail in the hand because it was the time, even yeah. though I knew it was coming, where I went, oh. Yeah, it's it's like bright burn with the glass in the eye. It's like you know it's oh, there. It's just brutal. you can't. That's still yeah, you can't me look shiver. away. <laughs> And I didn't have a dumbest moment, but you said you did. Yeah, I think for me, the thing like the like it was really hard to come up with one. I I put like I went I wrote down the girl still dies. It's at right at the end when Aunt Helene gets the axe. You know she takes her power stance and she's like the girl must die, the girl must die, or still dies, or she's just being overly. It was a little too much to learn. Like, she's just That's freaking fair. out. And an actress of that caliber, you would think a little... <laughs> you know, yeah. Would have reined yeah. it in a little bit more. But she was desperate. You would think so. Oh, yeah. She was desperate. Desperate times. And so, yeah, that's my that's my scorecard. We didn't have a special category. There no. wasn't really much to go off of. I was thinking of, of doing, like what would be a twisted version of a different board game, but I wasn't creative enough to actually think of what it would be. So I just decided to skip it. Oh, uh, yeah. Like tag um, with guns or something like that. I don't know. Or yeah, you're playing, you're playing tags with, um, with arrows. Yeah. Or throw, or throwing knives. That'd be fun. Um, yeah. you could, fun. um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't tell you before we get into the rest there. I, I, uh, my wife watched Midsummer with me. I did tell you that. Yeah. I actually got her to watch. Like, it was her You didn't idea. tell me what I'm she like, thought of it, but... Oh, she liked it. I mean, she, like, the like with the ending... Yeah. She's like, I kind of felt like they could have, like... There could have been something more with the ending. Like, it was pretty anticlimactic, I guess. But, yeah. I get overall, that. she liked it. I, I think I agree. I, I've only watched it the one time, but from what I remember of it, it's, you know, I get yeah. that. All right, Long so that's movie. it. That is that's it. it. We can, Whether you are we ready or not, it. that is it for ready or not. <laughs> yeah. 
There it is. That's what I was expecting <laughs> for your joke, and you did find a way to to weave it in there. That's what I do. Um, <laughs> literally the only reason I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's it. That's the episode this week. We hope you guys enjoyed it um, as much as we enjoyed uh, bringing it to you. Yeah. Um, make sure that you, if you haven't already, uh, like, review, feedbacks, whatever you you can do if you got the time. We'd, we'd greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're sitting at, we have 14 ratings now. We're up to 14 five-star ratings on iTunes, which is super rad. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we, we haven't had a, a new review uh, I think in about four months, which mm. actually isn't as long as I, I was thinking about it when I was looking at the date. Yeah. But um, yeah, anything and helps, so, and it doesn't have to be five stars. Even though, of course, we appreciate it and would love it. You know, honest feedback is also great. I mean, if there's something you want us to do different, uh, change it up, things that we could try, segments. We did that card game briefly, which we can't really do now, but. Well, yeah, and we can do that once we get back in together, once we get back together. So, and that's the thing too. Yeah, if there's something you guys want to see, we get a lot of people that that want to be guests on the show. And right now that's not really possible because we can't get together and Justin doesn't have the technology for us to like three-way do that. But um, we, we have a lot of ideas and things that we are debating on putting into motion or how we want to do it. But if you guys have something that you would like us to do, please let us know. We, we'd love to hear it. Uh, you can do that by commenting on our Facebook page. Um, we have a Facebook group. We're on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod. Um, you can email us at podgore at gmail.com. Um, there, we're, on, we're on the Slasher app at pod underscore and, uh, and underscore gore underscore podcast um we're we're on our our twitter sucks like we yeah. don't that's probably the one that i put the least amount of time in because it like there's i, I have like zero traction yeah. on that platform but our shutters or i'm sorry our slashers popped off we're like almost 1400 people on there which is awesome um, i think it's eclipsed is, the facebook yeah, super group awesome. that's gone gotten pretty big too yeah, we're getting we're uh, we're getting closer to 400 people in that group, I believe, which is super rad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you know, don't hesitate to hit us up. Um, let us know what you think. We are uh, responsive. It could take a minute for us to get back to you, depending on the time of day, but we definitely will. Mm-hmm. Um, before we dip out, um, I'm gonna pop out my uh, my next episode. Please which, do. Um, it's a it's a listener request, um, and it's one that I wanted to do, and so it kind of pushed it to the point where I'm like, all right, let's do this, and it'll be interesting because Justin's never seen it, so yeah. um, I might recommend watching it twice because I'm not gonna lie, the first time I watched the movie, like it didn't do a whole lot for me, like I wasn't as into it as I am now. Fair like it, it grew on me. Like it took. Like it. It's probably the more. I don't know if um, it's. I won't say outlandish, but it's more extreme of the three. Like it mm-hmm. definitely kind of pushed the boundaries. Like it, yeah. it took a long time for it to be made and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the second one has more of like a Hollywood esque feel to it, I guess, sure. but not. Um, so yeah, uh, without further ado, my next pick will be, 
Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. Because one corpse which, is never enough. <laughs> no, which is my which was one that I wanted to do, but it was also requested by a friend of the show, Tibbers. So here you cool. go, Tibbers. It's coming. You can stop being mad at me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's coming. But um, and I look forward to. I, I watched it not that long ago. And rest in peace, Sid Haig. Captain Spaulding is. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites gone, not forgotten though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely we'll be back with that. Um, anything else you want to toss out before we go? No, I think that'll do it. All right, take us out. All right, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We had a lot of fun with this, and we hope you see to see you next time. Until then, I have been Justin, and I have been Brandon. And we will see you on our next episode of with a house of a thousand corpses. That's a lot of corpses to cover. I hope we can do it in the time <laughs> we have. We'll, we'll we'll do our best. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.